Welcome back, everybody, for episode seven of Hit the Books podcast. We are here this week for week seven of the NFL season. We're looking forward to talking to you all about all the things that we have to say about the NFL, possibly some NFL and NBA talk with the NBA coming back. We're really looking forward to it. Let's introduce the boys. We've got myself, Jesse Cox. We've got Tyler Huffnagel, Michael Mackey. Come on, boys. Let's say hi. What's going on, guys? Excited to be back. Let's get going. What's going on, everyone? Let's get back to it. Week seven, lots to talk about. Big weekend last weekend. Team card, two and two. Couldn't hit the double unit on the Panthers. Disappointed in that one. Uh, some personal success, two and zero on the weekend. Five and two on the season. Looking good so far. Looking to keep building on that record and see what we can do going into this week. Yeah, Huff, you're looking hot. I like seeing it. I myself not looking very hot myself. It's a tough ride. I'm not liking where I'm heading, but we're going to turn around this week. All right, getting right into it. On the Thursday night game, we got the Browns minus one against the Broncos. The money line is at set at minus 115, the over-under at 41. What do you guys think here? Personally, I like Denver coming into this game. You know, Cleveland's going to be without their starting quarterback, the the highly coveted Baker Mayfield. Not a big fan of him, but uh, going into this game, Thursday night primetime, you're without your quarterback. They're banged up all over the field. Uh, I like Denver to come out and get this one outright on the plus money before it uh, drops the even money. I think Bridgewater and uh, Denver's offense, they, they didn't show much last week against uh, Oakland, Oakland, Vegas. But I think this week coming in primetime Thursday night football, I think they're able to get the win against a backup quarterback in Case Keenum in Cleveland. Yeah, what I was thinking about is how often do you see a backup quarterback come in and win their first game of the season? Yeah, not often. It's a tough situation to come into. Uh, I, Browns are so injured right now. I'm surprised they're even favored. Probably just because they're home, but I do like the Broncos I think it's here. the way the spread started. It started at the five and a half, and you never see a spread go from like five and a half to like plus three and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to just flip a spread like that. Yeah, because so they, they, they have so much it. money on all those spreads. They have to keep it kind of – they're like, all right, well, I guess we're either riding with Cleveland on this one or we're – you know what I mean? They can't just flip it like that. So I think that's probably the reason, but I think that's a chance that we can hop on Denver here if we want to and get a nice plus unit on the money line. I like the money line over the, the what is it, plus one. You know what I mean? I don't want to push Yeah, we don't lose them by one. There's no point. I really like this game. Denver is eight and one straight up in its last nine games when playing Cleveland, as well as Denver is five, one and one against the spread in its last seven games when playing Cleveland. So take Denver like all the way. I feel like there's a lot of Peyton Manning stats in there still. Yeah, and a lot of Case Keenum in the 30 Browns quarterbacks that they've had. <laughs> <In> the- <laughs> like Denver here I think Denver in the beginning of the year when they were 3 and 0 Next up we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens the Ravens are favored at minus 6 and a half the money line at minus 270 and the over under at 47 Personally I'm not sure what to think about this one What do you guys think I think a nice divisional matchup here. It is in Baltimore, so that does give Baltimore the upper hand, obviously. But the Bengals have been looking good. I mean, they're 4-2. and two. Joe Burrow looks good. That whole entire defense looks good, which nobody was expecting. I think the Bengals have a good chance to cover the 6.5 here. I don't like them straight up. I think Ravens come out victorious here. But I think the Bengals can definitely keep it a close one and 
cover that six and a half points. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to agree with you there. I want to take, you know, the uh, Bengals here on the plus, but do you think it's going to move to? Uh, I think it's looking like it's going to move to at least six. Yeah, minus 115. Didn't read that right. So if you get it before that six and a half or that seven, six rather, I think it might be better, but are the Ravens going to come out this week and do well? I can't, I can't find anything that's going to say they will, to be honest. I've been looking at the things this week and I've been liking it, the Ravens and my teasers to win by two or three, probably two yeah, and I a half. I, I definitely see this being a Ravens by three, Ravens by four, something like that. Yeah, Hoff, I'm really excited for your teaser this week. Yeah, I have a nice little nice two legger that I'm gonna hope to go back to back on the two leg teasers. Yeah, uh, Hoff, that was a big that was a big hit last week. Both teams winning outright, but I didn't want to I didn't want to do that with the Raiders. I didn't think they were actually gonna win outright. I trust them giving them nine. I think I gave them nine. Dogged up. Yeah, they played good. They were killing them at one point. But yeah, I like I like Ravens here. I, I honestly, if I'm talking normal spread, I probably like Bengals to cover that. But I'm gonna probably take Ravens a win by like two or two and a half. I like it. I agree with you there, Huff. And let's move into our next game: the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. Another one o'clock game. We have the Panthers favored at minus three, money line at minus one fifty six, and the over under at forty three. We had the Panthers as our two-unit play last week. They could not make it work for us. Do you guys like a minus three this week? Let's run it back with the Panthers. It's looking like it's going two and a half. What What's the uh, line on that? It's looking like it's going to go two and a half. The last time I checked, minus three was like minus 105. Correct. Oh, well. Well, I think... I think if anything, the line should move the opposite way. Giants are so injured right now. They're just not – they haven't been putting up points. They haven't been playing well on the defensive side of the ball. They haven't really done anything good lately. I mean, they're home, so that gives them a better chance. But Sam Darnold coming back to MetLife, I know it's not for the Giants, but they play in the same stadium. I think uh, Panthers cover this spread pretty easy. Yeah, I agree with that one. I don't got too much to say on this game. It's kind of a boring game for me, but I think the Panthers are kind of thinking about getting McCaffrey back again this week. It's kind of the storyline every year going into each week with him, with him being injured every week, basically, it seems. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the, his injuries. Yeah, I like Panthers. Carolina is 8-1 and one against the spread in their last nine games on the road. I really like that trend, and I think I'm going to ride it. Give me Carolina Panthers minus three. Actually, maybe put the money line in with something minus one fifty six. That could add some value somewhere. Yeah, make a little two three team parlay. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, let's move into the Washington Football Team at the Green Bay Packers. We have the Packers favorited at minus seven and a half. The money line at minus three seventy five, and the over under at forty nine. Even. What do we think here? I have some divisional matchups this week. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying this game, but it just seems like there is. Or is that just me? Am I just thinking that? I'm looking at it right now, and there's it's only because of that uh 
Jets, Patriots, was it and the Bengals, f- Ravens. Okay, yeah, the two that I like. So yeah. But go ahead, Packers, Packers, Washington. Personally, here I think I don't know seven and a half is a weird number. I don't really like take seven and a half. I was looking at this uh, game. At- I kind of like Washington here. Yeah, me on too. the road at home. I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough, tough game. I I don't like this game. Washington is five and one straight up in its last six games on the road. Does that make you guys think Washington is going to cover? Or I don't. I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers or this Green Bay team at all. I mean, after that first week, Green Bay Green Bay's pretty much showed that they're one of the top teams in the league as they should have been. So I don't know. I don't like betting against this Green Bay team, but this seven and a half does scare me. Can't disagree with that logic. Next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans. We have the Chiefs favored at minus four and a half, the over under at 57 and a half, and the money line at minus 225. I don't know. I keep saying I like the Chiefs minus four and a half. I keep looking at it, just toying with it. I'm not sure what to think. If that's going to be a play this week, you guys got any tips on that? Titans coming off a big win against the Bills at home. They're home again against the Chiefs. I mean, it's just tough. Back-to-back weeks playing probably the two best teams in the league. I don't know. I could see the Chiefs definitely covering a five-point spread here, whatever it goes to. Going to be a good game, though. Yeah, I think I like the Chiefs here, too. This is another one I was looking at dropping the spread a little bit. But at four and a half, I think I'm confident with the Chiefs sticking that straight up. Yeah, it's such a tough number, though. I like four, so I usually buy the half point and go four. I think I like that, too. Taking the four is a little safer. I don't, four and a half is just such a weird number, you know? Yeah, it looks like the line's moving the opposite way, though. Right. doesn't sit right. Um, I don't got anything else for this game. What do you guys think? Anything? Over under 58, so high. It'll Very probably high. still go over, but I'm just not going to touch it. Yeah, no. All righty. And next, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Miami Dolphins. We have the Falcons favorited at minus two and a half, the money line at minus 134, and the over under at 47. I really want to touch this game because the odds are so you know close and you could really make something out of it. But one of the five games this week that there's good odds on it. Right. Miami is four and one straight up in its last five games when playing at home against Atlanta. Four and one give, straight up. Give me Miami at home. Miami I mean, home. you know, the one rule in get in the gambling world is to never bet on the Falcons. I'm going to follow that here because Miami at home against a crippling Falcons team to his back. I mean, he was back last week, but he's healthy now. Give me the two and a half points. I like them. The reason the Falcons are favorite here is because they're coming off a bye week. I know the, the inferior team. I probably won't be taking this game, but I th- I think I like the Falcons here. I don't like the two and a half, but I don't know. I could see like a weird win, like 23, 21, just so the Dolphins just so the Dolphins cover, but Falcons win. Definitely gonna be a broken game like that. Yeah, I don't know. I will not be betting on the Falcons, but I think they could win coming off the bye. It's interesting. I'm not sure. 
I see what you're both saying. I like what you're both saying. All makes sense. But for some reason, I think it's going to be a close game. Like you said, Huff, I'm going to take Dolphins plus two and a half here, I think. Like you said, don't bet on the Falcons. So I'm kind of agreeing with both of you in a sense. All righty. And next, we have the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. We have the Patriots favorited at minus seven. Money line at minus 330 in the over-under at 42 and a half. The total has gone under in eight of New York Jets' last 11 games when playing New England. So a lot of unders here. And New England is 5-0 and straight up in its last five games when playing at home against the Jets. I love the Patriots here. I could see the Jets not scoring a touchdown all game. That would be something. It's tough, though, because, you know, divisional games, I feel like the plus always seem to cover. Yeah, I, I I agree with your trend. I just can't. I, what you said about the Falcons, I feel about the Jets, and I think Zach will. I think Mac Jones. He looked good last week. They they lost in overtime. We had the Cowboys, so we were against them. This week, I think they can. Cowboys six right. against the spread. By the way, yeah, Insane. I think I think uh, Patriots get it done at home this week against a rookie on rookie matchup. I think Mac Jones comes out on top. I'm going to do six and a half, and I'm probably or. Put it in a teaser, so I don't like the number seven. Yeah, Jones looks looks good, doesn't he? I think with I think Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean that team's not very good, but I mean that system is obviously going to be easy to succeed in. But I don't know, Mac Jones is making a nice run for rookie of the year. Yeah, I like I still like Jamar Chase, but I do like Mac Jones. Yeah, he's playing on real right now. Yeah, Jamar Chase would be a good hit. All right, and next we have the Detroit Lions at the Los Angeles Rams. We got a large spread here with the Rams at minus 15 and a half. Money line at minus 1100 in the over under at 50 and a half. Really high spread. This love Rams money line. This Me could too. get a bit out 100%. of control. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> Yeah, they probably end up. Yeah, end I up honestly, well, I honestly could see them covering. Do you want to bet on that? You want to give a team fifteen points to start a game? No, I don't like these spreads. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't like this game. I don't have too much to say about spreads that are this big. It's not even like worth talking about. Fifteen point spread, like, yeah, they could cover it, but there's no logic saying that they will. With that being said, let's just jump into the Philadelphia Eagles at the Las Vegas Raiders. We have the Raiders favorited at minus three, money line at minus 162 in the over-under at 48 and a half. Give me the birds here. I like the Eagles right now. I think they're playing well. I think Jalen Hurts is having a good season. Uh, Raiders are struggling. You know, we got everything going on with John Gruden. Haven't been playing the best. Coming off a good week, but they're very inconsistent. Give me the Eagles plus three. I've been riding the Raiders all year this year, I think. Whether it was on the team card or my – I've been having them on my card. and I don't know. This week, I think I do like Philly, but I don't know if I'll be touching this game. That's a weird game for me, like two inconsistent teams. I don't know which which Raider team and which Eagle team is going to show up. It's inside, so that helps. But That is a good point. Two teams that you never know who's going to come out. Yeah, that's why it's a three-point spread. They're just like, eh. 
Here, who's home? Total toss up. Yeah, who's home? Whoever's home is three points, spread. Very interesting game there. I don't know what to think either. That being said, moving on to the 430 games, the Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have Buccaneers favorited at minus 12 and a half. Money line at minus 700 and the over under at 47. Huff, this is a good game to like put in your teaser. Yeah. Lower it to like Bucks minus six. Get a six point teaser. Huff is looking at that because what, what's it set at right now? I missed what you said it set at. Yeah. Well, I usually. So a six point uh, teaser, a six point teaser, a touchdown covers. I, I honestly think I think Bucks win this game by 25, to be honest. I think they slaughter them. I think they cover the 12. Uh, give me the over 47 as well. It's a weird number to be set at in 12-point spread, but I... Yeah, I like Bucks too. There's not too much to say. Tom Brady, when he's a 10-point favorite or over in a game that's not a primetime game, absolutely just murders teams. Like, every game he puts up, like, 50 points. <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, one o'clock games in New England, he was winning like 42 to 10. Yeah, if you think about it, he played he played uh, New England one by two, and then whoever they played last week, they won by like 25, and it was like a four o'clock game because it was like not a primetime game. Jeez. I like the Bucks here. Kind of like the Bucks here as well, even though it's pretty high and I'm not a big High spread guy, like the Bucks. Yeah, I agree. Segwaying forward, we have the Houston Texans at the Arizona Cardinals. We have the largest spread of the week at 17 and a half points in the Cardinals' favor. Money line at minus 1,400, another money line that I know Huff is just going to adore. And an over-under at 47 and a half. Anything good about this one? 17 and a half is extremely high. I really don't know. Where's this about game? That. But Arizona. Arizona is 5 and 0 straight up in its last five games, as well as 5 and 1 against the spread in its last six games. But with this high of a spread, I don't think those trends are going to hold. Oh, I like uh, Arizona money line at minus 1,500. <laughs> I mean, you put that with the Rams, you're looking at like minus 700. <laughs> yeah, it's almost worth it. No, nah, in all seriousness, Cardinals minus 17. That team has looked so unstoppable this year. Kyler Murray having an unreal year, MVP candidate season. Yeah. He can cover 18 points against a very struggling Houston team. Yeah, I can't. I can't trust myself giving Houston any points right now. They look good against the Patriots, but right now I'm not against the Cardinals. You can give them thirty points, and I still wouldn't take them plus. I think that's a fair assumption. Jumping into the Sunday night game, we got a good matchup here. 49ers coming in at four and a half point favorites. The the money line set at minus two twenty. And the over-under at 44-and-a-half. What do we think for the Sunday night game, boys? Personally, I like the 49ers here. Um, I don't have too much faith in the Colts this year. War, Carson Wentz, just that whole – the scheme that they built this offseason. Frank Reich, I don't, I'm just not a fan of the Colts. I like what Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers have been doing this year. 
they can just they seems they can score whenever they want and it's like they just have Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance it's like it's not like they have like some crazy quarterback so I think 49ers can win this game by five in a prime time Sunday night game yeah, I like this 49ers team. I know they're only two and three or whatever their record yeah, is. Yeah, they look a lot better than their record. They, I mean, yeah, they're in a tough division. I mean, they're playing tough teams. This is a game that they should definitely come out on top. You said it perfectly. That Colts offense, the way that they're running that team, or whatever's going on over there. Jonathan Taylor's good. the only upside of the Colts. Yeah, I, I love Jonathan Taylor, but I don't think Carson Wentz is the right fit for that team. I don't think they're running that offense yeah. the correct way. They're two and four. They're not really winning games. They're not really beating teams they should. Niners minus four and a half here. I love if it wasn't a primetime game, I'd be all over it. So I'm a little hesitant just because it's a primetime game. But yeah, give me Niners minus four and a half here. This is another game I'm going to be looking at teasing. I'd be probably getting San Francisco at like plus one because that's such a good idea. I'd probably – I maybe like like a Patriots – Patriots, Niners, give them each like whatever it takes the Patriots to win by like two and a half. I'd get the 49ers at plus. You get, yeah, give plus. Patriots minus – I'd have to look at that. If you get – you get Patriots at minus one, you get the Niners at plus one. Yeah. I wonder what the odds are. They're probably like minus 130. Yeah, right around there. A six-teamer yeah. or a six-point. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look at that. Those teasers, man, coming in, coming in clutch. Look at this Monday night game. Jesse, want to read it off to us? Yes, sir. We have the New Orleans Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. We have the Saints favorite at minus four and a half. The money line at minus two twenty, and the over under at forty two and a half. The New Orleans Saints are fifteen and three straight up in their last eighteen games on the road. And fourteen and four against the spread in their last eighteen games on the road. I like the Saints here. Coming off a bye week, Kamara, you know, gets a week rest. You know, they get the week. Everyone gets healthy. I think going into Seattle, I know it's prime time. I don't know if I like the minus four and a half, more maybe money line in a parlay. But Seattle looked good against the Steelers. Yeah, what do we think about what this? How do we think Seattle looked last week? I know you guys were at that, or or Huffy were yeah, at that they game. They looked good the whole game. I mean, the first half when it was fourteen nothing at halftime, I was like, "Oh my god, it's going to be twenty eight three or twenty eight ten. You know what I mean? Like, and then the second yeah. half, Seattle gets a hundred rushing yards in the third quarter. We're making Alex Collins look like Sean Alexander in two thousand seven. And <laughs> next thing I know, I look I look up at the scoreboard, and the Seahawks are about to tie it twenty twenty, send it to overtime. I'm like. We're going to lose this game. I literally thought we were going to lose the game. I thought Seattle was going to get the coin toss, go right down the field, touchdown. I was like, Geno is going to win a primetime game in Pittsburgh. I was like, I'm sitting there, me and my dad, my dad's two friends. We're freaking out. Seattle gets the ball, drive down the field. We Steelers stop them. Steelers defense came up bigger in that overtime than they have all year, any time last year. Well, they showed what they can actually do. And it was really just T.J. Watt. It wasn't even the defense. It was just T.J. Watt. Two huge drives. He stops them on third down. They punt it. Next drive, Steelers can't score. Next drive, Seattle gets the ball again. Like, Seattle looked good. It's just T.J. Watt just was like, yeah, you're not doing that. I want the ball on the ground. Devin Bush picks it up, starts running 10 yards the other way. 
I could, dude, we were freaking out. He was running the other way. We were like, where are you going? And then we just kicked the field goal. I was like, that was the <laughs> most stressful win over a backup quarterback I've ever felt. I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Well, it was still a win on the scoreboard. So yeah, but Vegas knows what they're doing with that three and a half spread. I'll tell you that. Oh my God. They knew the entire time. It's crazy. Every, every week. Yeah, but happens. I'll take Seahawks plus four and a half here. I mean, you're That's, going. I think I think I like Seahawks plus four and a half here too. I just I think the Saints win the game. It's just the Seahawks defense is letting up so many yards. And I think Jameis and that offense can exploit that deep. Yeah, I think it'll take a little for Jameis to get into his groove in Seattle. You never know how the weather's gonna be loud. Gonna be out there. Yeah, it's gonna be loud. Hopefully, it's raining. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Gino gets the crowd behind him. I think he can get a quick lead. But, uh, yeah, that'd be good for the Saints. Saints driving back, you know they got that, that team's pretty good. So yeah, they honestly are. All right, now that we've wrapped up all the NFL games for Week Seven here, we can go over the team card as well as all the individual cards. I'll start with the team card. We have Broncos money line at plus one hundred two, as well as Panthers minus two and a half. Running it back on the Panthers here, we got a lot of confidence in them. For my card, for my individual card, I took the Packers minus seven and a half, and I got the Bengals plus six and a half. All right, and for my picks this week, I like the Chiefs. I'm going to buy the point. I'm going minus three and a half at Tennessee. It's going to be minus 130 on FanDuel, and then I'm going to have a two-leg teaser. I'm taking the Patriots from minus seven to minus two, and I'm taking the 49ers from minus four and a half to plus half. Two-leg teaser is going to bring it in minus 110. I uh, like the picks this week. Hopefully keep it hot, make some money. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Yeah, I'll keep that hot streak going. Really liking that huff, that teaser. Looking forward to it. For myself, though, I'm going to do Patriots at minus six and a half. I'm going to buy the half a point. It's going to be minus 125 on the odds there. I think I see a lot of value there. I think the Patriots are going to do well against the Jets this week, but I think I'm going to give them that extra security of that half a point. Put it at six and a half. I like that. We like it. We like it. And now, for the first time ever, we are happy to introduce NBA to the podcast. Huff, take it away. Yeah, it's one thing we were we were looking forward to getting into for the listeners. You know, talking some basketball, NBA. Uh, getting started last night, we had a couple. Good games. We had the Lakers and Warriors and the Bucks and the Nets. Two of the two of the top two betting odds favorites for the NBA championship. The Brooklyn Nets at two fifty, and the Lakers at plus four fifty. I don't see too much value in either one of those. I do like the Lakers to win it, but at four fifty, there's just not much put down to bring back. Warriors look good right off the bat. If they can get Clay Thompson back, I can see them making a finals run, but. Definitely excited for this NBA season. Had a lot of good hockey games the past couple of days. Penguins look good, despite all the injuries. A uh, couple other surprise teams, you know, the Kraken. They're playing. They're playing all right. They're not doing too bad. I think once they get their their feet under them, start stringing together some wins, they'll be able to pick it up. I don't know about playoffs, but I'm excited to watch their their growth as a team and see what they can do this season. I'm real excited for both NHL and NFL, excuse me, NBA. I think this year's NBA season is going to be fun. I think we're going to be into it a lot. 
getting a lot of good plays, a lot of good trends, things like that. NHL, I'm real excited for. Keep going. Yeah, there's been a couple good. There's been a bunch of good hockey games. Um, nothing like too specific. There was that one game I saw. I had money on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was down six to three against Detroit. Tampa Bay came back and won it over time. That was probably the craziest game I've been watch. I've watched so far. Um, there's some yeah, but there's some good games coming up uh, yeah. tonight. We have uh, Capitals and Devils. This is for yeah, Thursday. Devils, Devils at home, a plus one sixteen underdog. I think I like the Capitals morning line. I agree. Um, Hurricanes, Canadians. I think that would be a good game. Canadians are playing so bad right now. I know. I don't know. They're at home. Another home underdog. There is a decent amount of good games tonight. There's a lot of games tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good slate to look at. Definitely something to keep an eye out on if you're looking to make yeah. some money in the NHL. Another team that hasn't been living up is Predators. They got to pick it up. They got a game tonight against the Rangers. Predators really got to pick it up. I got a friend that uh, likes Predators and Man, they're they're getting beat bad. It stinks. They haven't, haven't started good. Their one and a half is they're minus one plus two twenty five. That's insane. Jeez, I don't even know what to say about that. Two twenty five. Wow. Um, Calgary one one thirty. I think that's that's a good pick. Money line. Yeah. Calgary is another team they haven't been playing too good. I don't like betting on a lot of those Canadian teams other than like Toronto. I agree. Toronto's sick. Like anytime I bet on Edmonton, I feel like they don't do good. I agree. Hockey can be hard. Like Western Conference hockey is hard. The difference between East Coast and West Coast hockey is kind of crazy. Like the style of play and everything just changes the game. In my opinion, just the way you have to look at it is different. Yeah, the one thing that I was I've been looking at for the past minute or so is the NBA regular season MVP odds. Ooh, the favorite the favorites Luca plus five hundred, Giannis at five hundred. I guess they're both the favorite, the same odds. Kevin Durant plus seven hundred, Steph Curry plus eight hundred, and then Embiid eleven hundred, and LeBron is fifteen hundred. Um, I don't really think I don't know. I could see any of those guys winning it, but like. I don't like those odds. I don't think Giannis, Giannis won it what, the past two years or whatever. I don't think he's going to do it again. I agree. I like Luca. Luca or KD, maybe. Yeah, I don't think those are bad calls at all. I mean, with that powerful Lakers team, I think it's going to be. Like LeBron. Yeah, like you could give it to LeBron in a year. LeBron's 1,500. Right. That's insane. I don't know if they'll give it to him, though. You know, he's like the. And yeah, you could give it to him in a year. Every year, someone's just as good as him, and they'd rather give it to them because right. anyway, they expect LeBron to win the finals. Right, right. Yeah, speaking of the finals, do you think Lakers plus 450 is good money for them to win the finals? I think they're such a strong team. I think the Lakers could get there, but I mean, Nets are plus 250. I like the Warriors at 1,200. Ooh. 
I don't like the Warriors as a team, like as a fan, but like they're in a playoff series. Steph Curry's, I don't know. It's going to be hard to beat him four out of seven times with a healthy Warriors team. Right. I, can, I think I can agree with that. I just think there's a, there's a lot of value at 12 to 1 there. Western Conference winner, Lakers plus 195, Warriors plus 550. I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're taking the Warriors, just yeah. take them win the whole thing. Exactly. Jeez. I'm curious to see. I want to look at how the cup odds have changed since we talked about it. What was that two, three weeks ago? They haven't really changed much. Av five hundred. Tip of a dropped a little bit. Pens two thousand. Instead of twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really crazy. Yeah, everyone's kind of staying the same pace. It's an interesting NHL season. We'll see. Let's get into some college football. Yeah. Definitely. There's a game I'm looking at right here. We got your Penn State Nittany Lions at home against Illinois. They're going to be a 23-and-a-half-point favorite, minus 2,500 money line and over under 46-and-a-half. Um, I think that's a good game to put it in, te- in a teaser. Can you do teasers on college, actually? You, you used to be able to. Let me check, bro. But yeah. Yep, you, you can. can. Yeah, okay. There was like two or three weeks where it wasn't letting me do them. Right. I remember that. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad game to drop that down a little bit. Just a little because they're gonna man, they'll win by gonna, twenty. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. at least seventeen. So drop it five, seven, six, something like that. Yeah, so there's a couple of good games. Wisconsin minus three and a half versus Purdue, minus one seventy six on the money line at Purdue. I like Wisconsin there, but three and a half is a tough number. Penn State. Pitt, Clemson. That's a good game. That's good. I forgot that's a Saturday. Pitt Clemson's a yeah, game. I just put that in this teaser. Penn State minus 23 and a half. Move it seven points to 16 and a half. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Move it to plus three and a half, plus 100. I like that a lot. I really like that. I think that's a solid bet. But move it to so seven points. Even if it's you do really six and a half. I like the over push. on that game a lot. Over 47 and a half. Pick, pick Clemson. Mm-hmm. At Heinz Field. Yeah. USC Notre Dame. That's another big name game. Ohio State, probably Indiana. Get, probably, probably got Notre Dame minus six and a half with Pitt minus three and a half and a little teaser. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Notre Dame, Notre Dame plus a half. Pitt plus three and a half. Plus one hundred. It could be a play. Could be a play. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms: Instagram at hitthebooks.pod, Twitter at hitthebooks_pod. Website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books. And be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.